Yeah, is that what I say? Okay. That is what you say. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 Umpire pants. Hey, it's episode 246 of Umpire Pants. I can't believe we've done 246 of these. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a lot. Uh, we're at my house. It's a rare Jones family house. I guess that's what your house is called, too. But uh, I guess Kelly didn't change her name when she got married. <laughs> also, also, your house is called that. So it's... Yeah, so never mind. Jones house. Well, you have a house. I have an apartment. Mom has a condo. This so. is the original ho- Jones mm, house. It's true. Um, we've all lived here. That's true. Uh, at some point, Mom, I'm going to have lived here longer than you. Which Whoa. is going to be weird. You're going to be richer after it, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, <laughs> so this not, is not house in Costa feet. Rica rich, but uh, theoretically <laughs> landholding rich. Yeah. Um, so I just got back from Hawaii, and then I came home, and then I went to a Ween concert, so my brain's not working correctly, and so I apologize in advance for my poor performance. I apologize in advance as well. <clears throat> I'm on a five-day weekend, and um, I'm just smoking that much weed. Didn't have to drive, so she's all ready to rock. Um, My voice is burned out from how much weed I smoked yesterday because it was 75 and I took two walks. Nice. I did uh, like two two-hour walks, a daytime one and a nighttime one. My nighttime one was only an hour. It's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for your walking report. Appreciate it. You're welcome. My voice is a little messed up from smoking a bunch of weed at a ween concert, uh, vaping a bunch of weed. And I was, that was actually one of my ice, my ice cream truck of the week was disposable vapor vaporizers of hash oil. Really, like, we need to step back and think about how amazing of an achievement that is. You mean that the whole thing, not the specifically the disposable pins? Just well, the just the fact that we've gotten to the point where I think I spent $35 on a device that uh, I brought to Hawaii with me because it was so discreet. Oh, yeah. That uh, I would proceeded to smoke as much as we, as much uh, vape oil as I wanted. Mm-hmm. It was not restricted in the amount that I had. And then I brought it home and then brought it to the weed concert. <laughs> Yeah, it is pretty amazing. <laughs> I was like, like hemming and hawing about buying pre-rolls. And then I was like, wait, how much is an eighth? And I was doing the math and I was like, oh, this adds up to like $11 for an eighth of an ounce of weed. I can spend more than this on pre-rolls. Like I was being so cheap. Like yeah. I had it in my head. Like, well, you shouldn't be spending more than like a dollar fifty each. And then I was... We're really living in the like golden I age. It's also, in make Washington we- State we are. weird rules like that for myself sometimes, <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm just like a cheapskate, I guess. Yeah, it's because of dad. We learned that from dad. So I, I got back from Hawaii. That was the thing I wanted to talk about. Was a vape pen. It's not legal like there, the dis- but it's I don't really like easy the word to bring disposable. Them. That's all I got to say about it. <coughs> I actually wrote, "Mom, don't listen to that," because it's like. I didn't want to risk somebody stealing my good one or having it taken away. Yeah, if it gets taken out of your backpack by the TSA guy, you want it to be a, a disposable Is one. Is weed legal in Hawaii? No, that's why I brought it. Oh. Huh. But it's also so not weird. a big deal. And yeah. I mean, the big deal is if they decided to prosecute you for transporting it, but I don't think they would do that for a gram of hash oil. Probably not. And some edibles. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, there's another thing that I watched a, a movie on the plane. So I watched Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah, that movie, and it, I realized all biopics are terrible and dumb. And I just stopped <laughs> watching them because they're just they're it was interesting. But some of the history of that was—I mean, I don't want to relitigate a movie from five years ago about NWA, but they all have—they all suffer from the same problems for me. All biopics do. They just have that. There's a. There's always a part where it's like, I don't know, white, like whitewashed kind of stuff, and like conveniently leaving stuff out. I yeah, don't, it drives me there nuts. seem. 
seems to be a hokiness to them a lot of times. Yeah, I want a non-hokey one that doesn't have the same. Like they always have they to have the redemption the, part of it. And stuff <laughs> skip too. the major drug addiction or whatever. Yeah. Well, there's always a, a lot. kind of arc that they all have the same. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, queen, we watched um, the Queen one has a really ridiculous scene where they write. He one of them decides they're going to write, "We will rock you" because they want to involve the audience because they love them so much. I said, like, "Come on, <laughs> could have happened." Song. We so don't you, know. What did you watch, Mom? The RRR show. Oh, you watched it. I watched it again. How did you like it? Liked wow. it a, a lot. I, I okay, but I was expecting it to on. be. Let's all take it. Let's all bask in this. Have you watched this yet, Kelly? No, I haven't. No, you absolutely have to. Mom just said she liked this movie a lot, which is not that. How many movies would you like a lot? I 50? like a lot of movies. 50? I don't know. You like a lot, though? You're pretty picky. I'm not saying okay. this is bad. You have okay. a very selective taste in movies. And this is like an action movie from a different country that Mom liked. The thing about okay. it that was interesting is I thought it was going to be more um, sort of Lawrence of Arabia style, you know, sort of historical and, oh, yeah. uh-huh. you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and this was a little more... A little more fast and furious. Crouching tiger, hidden dragonish. Yeah, it reminds me of that a little bit. Even though that wasn't actually a foreign movie, but it has it brought well, a foreign movie sensibility to America. F- I think this is going to yeah. be a yeah. Indian movie. And also, there's a part at the beginning where it says no animals were were injured in this movie, and they're so obviously CGI. And I will say, <laughs> like I've said before, probably on this podcast, that I hate CGI stuff. Yeah, and it ruins movies for me. The CGI in this movie being less realistic made it easier to watch oh interesting because it true. didn't hit that uncanny valley thing of like yeah, i know this is real they ki- kind of looks real the haircut it's like no this is a cartoon tiger well, you, you're, get it. you get distracted trying to figure out what part of it isn't right yeah like yeah your brain can't focus this is like yeah. okay there's on it. yeah there's something weird about the whole you're going like this is a stand-in for them filming the scene with a tiger because they couldn't do it and it's fine and yeah. or a wolf or there's a lot yeah. of animals in it that yeah. are fake but it's okay. yeah it works more for me yeah, but it was. It, but I'm glad you liked it. The, um, and I recommend the, it to everybody. And it's three hours. We turned it off for some reason, in the middle, and we looked at the thing. And it's like, oh my god, we're only halfway yeah, through. Yeah, it's another hour and a half. Jesus. What time of day would you recommend I try watching a three-hour movie? Um, As someone who thinks movies should be about 80 minutes long, you might I mean, have to watch it in two in two goes. Yeah, you can watch that's what it. we did. There's actually an intermission part of it. Like okay. there's a part that's an obvious intermission. That's like a graphic that happens that you could watch until that, and then watch it the next day. Okay. Start watching it like six and watch it for an hour and a half, and then watch it the next day for an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt the narrative. It does, I mean, we stopped and I went to bed or whatever happened. But it but is cohesive. Like it's yeah. not. It's more cohesive than it seems like it's going to be. And I think okay. the other thing about it, because you said it was about India and, and the India and the whole revolution and the whole—I mean, I thought that would be more um, broad scope of the history of it. Oh, it yeah, really no, it's isn't. Just it's like, just a it's, kind yeah. of a about a, a, some a, characters. It's not. And a, it's um, I don't know how realistic the or not realistic, but the, how based on history any of the English people are. But the two guys are based on real guys. Kind of, yeah. but it is like Fast and Furious levels of superheroism from these guys. Yeah, but it's pretty punching good people and having them fly through the. And there's one Kelly. <laughs> uh, the reason you're going to like this, this guy, is I kept referring to the guy as the handsome one. I mean, they're both very good looking, but one of them is like one CGI hot, s- okay. like CGI handsome. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll you you're well, gonna I can't wait. You're gonna wish yeah. he was a baseball player. So everybody so watched RRR. I watched it. I watched it twice. I'll watch it again probably someday. I'd, I'd like I'd, to see it in a theater. I wish I'd gone to see it in a theater. Yeah, I don't know if it would have. I don't know. I, I never have that experience have of people misbehaving. It'd be fun here to see it with Indian people in the theater. That's so true. It was showing here because of that. I think there's Indian people, Indian movies showing here all the time. <laughs> like at Bella Bottega. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. I hadn't yeah, thought about I that. To go see well, anyway, any I other liked Indian it. Movies, I'll go do so, it. I, I, I'm glad you liked two it. Two thumbs up, mom. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a good combination of romance and bromance and anti-imperialism and action. It's good stuff. Historical. Yeah, it was interest. Um, little tiny cars they drive around in. You okay. Like the little tiny cars they had, those weird little cars. Yeah, <laughs> they're like little two-seater cars <laughs> they drive around in. So Kelly, what have you got to say? What have you been up to? What have you been watching? Watching, I think I already gave it uh, ice cream truck of the week last week, but I'm going to talk about it again. Russian doll, dolls, Russian dolls, doll. or doll with Singular. Natasha Leon. Leon, God, I shouldn't be on the <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be on it today. You should have got a, <laughs> get, uh, someone to fill in for you. I should have. I should have got a pinch hitter. Let's see if Darlene can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's here. Did you hear me snort? He made me snort, Bill. Um, um, but I rewatched season one, and I had a better understanding of the whole thing after watching season one and season two because the timeline thing and the all that always confuses my brain a little bit. But I, th- I think it all wrapped together, and I understood that. The Did you watch that, Bill? And really, uh, I watched part of the first season. I didn't like it. I really liked it, and I, I liked did. the way it ended. Andrea oh, I, liked it. I really liked it, but I, but I truly did not understand it even at the end. Kelly was trying to explain to me <laughs> on the way here. It's like that movie Primer. You ever heard of that movie? I no. enjoy that movie, and I don't understand it. Yeah. Did we watch that together? I think we did. I've watched that movie like three times, it's and good. I, it's really well acted. I, I really enjoy it. That's a good I, length. I've never heard like of it. So confused by it. It's a time travel movie where this guy's invented a time machine and it's filmed like out of order and they don't tell you what's happening at all. You have to figure it out. So like they're like going back in time and having conversations with a guy like with a recording of what's going to happen. Like just shit like that. But they don't it doesn't they don't explain it. They don't piece it together. Have like graphics telling oh, you what's that happening. That sounds horrible. And it's just like some tech guys who are. Yeah. Stumble into this. They're not doing it with the government or anything in mind. They're it's just a super low budget movie. It's, but it's, it's good. It's Yeah. I'd I recommend it if you like time travel. Movies. We have talked about it on the show once because I talked about how I was calling it Primer for a long time because oh, yeah. Bill told me that's what it's called. And then he busted my balls for calling it <laughs> that. I was like, you're the one who said it's pronounced that way. I don't remember saying that. Well, or busting I, your balls about it or talking <coughs> about it on the podcast. Well, it all happened. But I believe eat. all three of those things that you said. You wouldn't lie about that. <laughs> um, it's on tape. Another good time travel movie is Time Crimes. You ever seen that movie? No. I recommend it. It's Spanish. It's good. It's a short little kind of like. Almost like Twilight Zone episode style of a movie where it's like a guy in a time loop. Yeah, I do. I do like that stuff when it's um, easy to watch, even if I don't understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. Outlander's like. Time this crimes is not who goes as back. confusing. Outlander? Yeah, is that what I say? That <laughs> is what you say. Okay. <laughs> You've been watching Outlander? Yeah. I read the first book. Kelly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> is get, that what I say? Get a grip on your Oh I'm just doing your buckwheat impression. <laughs> so, anyway. I'm glad I lived in a time when white people were allowed to do a buckwheat impression. That makes sense. Yeah, God. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the, How do you like the time travel part, huh? How do you like Outlander? I like it. What is that? Is that a cowboy time travel thing? No, it's the one about the woman who's and just walks in these, like the Stonehenge looking thing, and then she ends up in Scotland. Andrea was way into these books. Oh, so it's like um, she goes back to like leap style. Yeah, she goes back to like sixteen places. But it's historical fiction, and it's about it from a woman's perspective, and it's okay. Uh, she also goes to the Revolutionary War at some point. Really? Wow. Yeah. But what about Jamie? 
I don't know who that is. That's the love of her life. The very, very handsome Jamie. I, don't know, I may have spoiled it. Uh-oh. Hmm. No, you know, I it. was thinking, first of all, fanny packs are back in fashion. That's one of my topics. Well, Mom didn't good. like my fanny pack. They're so convenient. Oh, my God. People carry them over their shoulder a lot or over their cross over yeah, their Yeah, that's heads, fine, man. If that's what you have to do, do if it. You, if you can't handle it being a fanny pack. I, I've been rocking a fanny pack when I walk Max. And then I bought one in Hawaii at Ross. That's where I got all my cool stuff. Oh, that's Ross, smart. We Ross. I have Ross written down too, because I've been going. Here. I went to the downtown Ross twice in a row, and it's uh, always exciting. It is kind of exciting. You're yeah. talking about her customer service thing. Oh, I was gonna. I wrote down casino, and I couldn't remember why. And then I wrote down potato chips. Well, let's talk about Ross. Okay. I just wanted to say fanny packs are back. Mom didn't like my fanny pack. I think it rules. Okay. I've been I'm wearing it. Continue a... to wear it when I go to like do. I won't wear it like to work because I work at home. <laughs> I wouldn't wear you it might to like soon. A, You'll be having all your supplies with you. You'll get hooked on it. Yeah, I might. I I, yeah. I have a hip purse, like the dangly. It dangles down more like a purse style, but it's still just a fanny pack. Yeah, it's like a fancy. I mean, that makes Except sense. That they would make a different versions. Of I got that, a but. black one that looks a lot like a holster, so I don't wear that one. Oh yeah, you should put a gun in it if you do. I mean, I did a bunch of embroidery, but I did it on the wrong side of it, so I'm very mad about that. <laughs> Yeah, I asked mom to put some like em- so embroidered flowers and stuff on it and, you did it and bugs so that it would um, look less like a gun holder. <laughs> and then I, she had it for a long time and I just ordered a purple one and then she gave it back like really half-assed. She was <laughs> she so mad at it. She embroidered a bunch of guns on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. I can give it back Bullets. to me. I'll do it on the right side. And she's time. like, here, it's done. And I was like, thank you. And then I was wearing the purple one the other day and she was like, where'd you get that? Why don't you wear the other one? (laughs) I did not say that at all. So I went to Ross in Hawaii in Maui, which is funny, but we were at the grocery store. It was next door. I got a a, a really sweet tank top. I got a Hawaiian shirt and I got a fanny pack. Yeah, you looked sweet as hell. And the the Ross that I went to, it had signs in Japanese and English because I think people come from Japan and go to Ross because they're like, it's probably unbelievably cheap. Yeah. Japanese clothes. Um, and they're Hawaiian stuff. They had Hawaiian stuff. So I was like, I should look at the Hawaiian stuff. And they did have like tons of Hawaiian shirts and shit like that. Oh, oh. nice. Um, but uh, I was shocked by how clean it was and how people really? were actually putting stuff away. What? And they were super nice and efficient and fast. But and what about like, the screaming huh. child in the There was in the no cart, piles of shirts or shoes <clears throat> everywhere. And no Everything screaming was put kid away. in a, no in a cart kids. that the mother's ignoring? No, like she can't no, hear none it? None of that. It was like a normal store. It's amazing. Huh. Yeah, I was at the downtown Ross, which is the polar opposite of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I brought my backpack in, so I knew they were probably keeping an eye on me, first of oh, all, because yeah. that's... Can't you you always behi- see people... Can't you put them behind the counter? I'm not fucking giving my backpack to a Ross employee. Right. Okay. What do you have in there that's so good? That's what I want to know. A bunch of weed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there a lot, probably like $300 worth of weed. <laughs> <laughs> On average, probably at all times, yeah. All right. Um, not you haven't seen her rummage through her bag? I'm like holding some in my hand right now. Um, no, but I, they don't ask you to or anything. No. A cop kind of glares at you when you walk in and then watches people shoplift from the door and probably gets paid $200 an hour to do it. Um, no, the company does. He gets paid $16 an hour. He's a Seattle police officer. They get hired after the real city. real cops there. You know how many real cops do private security in Seattle? Okay. Bill's anyway, I went to Ross. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Kelly's gonna cut this part out. We guys having the weakest, like, low energy argument about something. I don't know. I'm trying not to get an argument. That's all. Yeah. And Bill's just sitting over there picking dog hair out of his. I have a. <laughs> I have a security story, real quick. Okay. Yeah. At the Ween concert, 
we go in there. We know you can bring empty water bottles. So we each brought a metal one. Uh-huh. And the dude checking our bag is like, is these plastic? Or, and I was like, no, they're metal. And he goes, oh, you can't bring metal ones in. And we're like, oh, shit. And he's like, you could, like, leave it over here. The guy's just, like, probably high as shit. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you can put them over here. You know, people putting their chairs over here or whatever. And I was like, okay. And he was like, man, I wish I had said they were plastic. And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> and then I was like, well, would you know? And he put, he used to put the, there was like a little barrier and he put our stuff behind it. And I was like, would you notice if those went missing? <laughs> and he goes, no, no, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> and then he went around and pushed them under the barrier to oh, us and said, I didn't see anything. <laughs> that rolls. So we just brought him immediately and he came back around and was like, yeah, I don't care, man, or whatever. Like, <laughs> it was so funny. But he took him away first, and then we got him back through from his with his help immediately. It was so funny. But I was, cause oh. I was like, I don't think this guy cares about this. Yeah, you're so clearly not that's some doing good customer service. With these. Yeah, it was great customer service. But it wasn't like Seattle cops would have been. They would have no. like made me throw it away. They would have made me break it, like close the hole with a hammer. <laughs> they would have said you brought projectiles in that were going to be thrown yeah, at them. This was Antifa. Um. Anyway, we I walked into this Ross yesterday. Last time I was there, there, I think I talked about this maybe on the show, but someone was getting, trying to return stuff and getting into it with the manager who was exercising the only bit of control they have in their life, I think, but was also sticking up for their employees, so I liked it quite a bit. But when I walked in, there was a someone getting followed around because she was just like out of hand, probably high on meth, um, <laughs> shuffling through. I heard someone being like, are you, can I help you with something? You're just like really moving the clothes around a lot. It's uh, kind of makes our job hard. And she's like, I... I don't know. I kind of was off in the distance, so I couldn't hear everything. But then I kept hearing her say, you are too hiring. You are too hiring. Yes, you are. And the guy's like, ma'am, we're not hiring right now. She's like, you're always hiring. And she was just like doing that. Like She wouldn't have worked it real bad. Do it. She was just shoplifting and out of hand. And they were watching her very closely and trying to get her to leave. But um, I kept looking over to see what was going on. And she kept making eye contact with me. And I was like, great. Now she thinks I work here. <laughs> But I was in line for like, I found three skirts, which was great because I've had a hard time finding like cottony skirts the last five years. You guys should go shopping when you come to my house. Like you should go to the Ross here. I have, but yeah, I should. Or go to the I go Kohl's. To, I, go, I go to the White Center Ross usually. That one's pretty good. Yeah. If I drive to one. I you, have close. A, you have a car. Yeah. And I go to the Ballard one sometimes, but it's hard to get into. Um. Anyway, Ross's, local Ross's, chime in people, umpirepantspod at gmail.com. What's your favorite local Ross? But I was in line and I was um, realizing it was probably going to be, I don't know how long I was in line because I was texting, I was high and it was interesting because I was watching the person get, trying to get kicked out and there were some drunk girls in there also. And then I was looking around in the line and there were so many people in it and I was like, I think there are like five or six languages being spoken in this line right now. Yeah. And then I, if more people were talking, it would have been more because it was like so many people from so many different countries. It was really interesting. Um, and then the person who checked me out was so nice. I was taking the hangers off. She's like, oh, don't worry about that. And uh, just hand them over. I'll do it. And I was, she was so cheerful and chipper on a Friday night, just full of crazy people at Ross. I was fascinated yeah, by great. it. I remember uh, when Ross Schaefer hosted Almost Live, he had a joke about how <laughs> they showed a picture of a sign, a Ross Dress for Less sign. It said, this is a note from my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> me buying clothes or something it was a terrible joke and i never <laughs> forgot it <laughs> so terrible it's the best terrible joke you know it's ross dress for less a very hyper local uh yeah also that's yeah. true yeah I which ross, ross was it? jesus i mean it must have been an early one because it was 
like must have been like the late eighties. When did Ross Schaefer host that show? Like oh my until nineteen eighty eight or something? Something like that, yeah. I remember him being like a kind of wannabe letterman at the time. Oh yeah. He had he, a, yeah, it was he a left fake letterman show. To do something national, right? And mm-hmm. almost live was a minutes. talk show like that that had sketches and, and bits, but it wasn't a sketch show. It was like a letterman structure it had a band and yeah. yeah, a monologue and guests that would sit down. I remember Dana Carvey performed really? stand up. Mm-hmm. I remember that's where I saw him for the first time. Huh. That's interesting. I recall that was not, probably not like a great show. That's what I remember. I remember it being the best show of all time. Yeah, yeah, you weren't the right age for that show because I also did and I was a yeah. child, young child. And uh, I saw Dana Carvey do chop, this chop and broccoli thing. Chop and broccoli. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Kelly? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Chop and broccoli. Hmm. It sounds. Chop uh, and broccoli. <laughs> okay, stop doing that. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to tell you about <laughs> about my customer service story that I thought was rather hilarious. Right. We were, okay. were you mean to the lady or not? Let's start that up top. No, it wasn't me. Okay. Um, first of all, we were at Fred Meyer. Dad wanted potato chips for to take to the casino. We're going to the casino. We wanted to have snacks and treats in the in the room. Okay. So Dad said I was somewhere else. And he says I can't find jalapeno chips. I'm like, where? Jalapeno. I didn't say jalapeno. Jalapeno. Yes, he did. Oh, jalapeno. Jalapeno. Okay. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Jalapeno is the funniest way to say it. Can you, do you know what I'm talking about is my question. Jalapeno? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm like, go to the potato chip aisle. I find jalapeno chips and I grab some of those and then I get some of the cheddar ones that I like to take to the casino and we check out. Cheddar and, potato chips? Yeah. What brand? I don't know. Are they thick or thin? They're ruffly. Okay. Lays like ruffles. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. All right. They're fine. Just curious. They taste like chemicals. I what don't did know Dad why I like? Them. He what, likes. He's like Tim's, jalapeno. The Those ones with the stripe, the wooden white stripes, whatever that is. The ridges? No, the bag stripes. Oh, what Tim's. Yeah. Stripes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Tim's. Okay. I can't believe you guys have this whole memories. Anyway, so we check out and the <laughs> bills like sixty dollars or something, and we bought like four things. I'm like, what the hell? I looked at the receipt. The potato chips are like eleven dollars. For two bags of potato chips. Where were you? Fred Meyer. You're making me yell. What happened? That's how much potato chips cost, apparently. I didn't yeah, look yeah. at the price of anything. So I was Potato right. chips cost $11 right now? Have you seen this? No, two bags. One was five and one was six, you're saying. Oh, two $11 bags. total. Yeah. That's, that's a still a hell of a lot of money for yeah, potato chips. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Like it, it, the grocery stores in Hawaii, the, the stuff like that, like a bag of, like a small bag of Lay's was like six seventy five or whatever, like. More than here, but well, yeah, it's gone up a lot. I know. Size. Anyway, so I was like stunned. Yeah. So I thought, and I forgot to put my card in. Inflation got real bad. And <laughs> or my phone number to get the discounts. And she goes, well, I can't do anything. It's it's too late now. So she goes, if you go to customer service, they can fix this for you. I'm like, okay. For some reason, I assumed that those potato chips were vastly overpriced. And I was going to get this huge discount back. So I stand in line. You just assumed that the, the price was wrong. No, but... If you have your Fred Meyer card or you put your phone number in, oh, you, you get, didn't get a discount. the discount. Yeah, I assume right, that this okay. can't be right. There's got to be some some kind of discount going on here. Come on. So I go up to the customer service and there's two two people in front of me and the woman at the counter because they only had one person working there. And this woman is going on and on. I couldn't hear what she was saying, but she was clearly losing her shit. Which Fred Meyer was this? Uh, Ballard. Ballard, yeah. Okay, this is in Seattle, everybody, but it's in like a. It's, it's in an okay neighborhood, not a kind of a suburby kind of part of Seattle, a, not a downtown part of Seattle. Yeah, and it's on a line where a lot of drug users go back and forth between Seattle and downtown. Aren't there RVs yeah. down there too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just, well, no, they got rid of them and they've got okay. those where Jersey the barriers now. All right, is it okay? I don't know. Anyway, so 
I, this lady goes on and on and on and on. She has a she has two bags of something, paper paper grocery bags full of whatever, and she's just going on. And the woman who was closer to her was just cracking up. She's like, "Oh my, I can't believe this is." So finally, the two people in front of me came, whatever they got handled real fast. So I went up to the woman who you know to the customer service woman and I said, "Just can I help you?" And I said, "Yeah, you can tell me what what that was all about." And she goes, um, she bought some things at QFC, and then she saw that we were selling them cheaper, and she thought she could come here and get a the price adjusted. Oh, my God. Oh, wow, because they're both Kroger? Yes, because they're owned by the same company. And she was livid. I mean, she was just going off Weird. on this poor customer service woman. And she finally <laughs> just like... She, she just made up. <laughs> so funny. <Yeah. laughs> like, she just assumed you could do that? And also... That's not a thing to be, you can do. I mean, we get in the car and go down that's there. That's not like a thing of having commercials here or anything. It's like, that's not, there's no like price match guarantee at either one of these stores. No. This isn't like a, a thing they do. That, that, that no, QFC is a way fancier, upscale style store. And Fred Meyer is very, yeah. I mean, they have everything you need, but it's Fred pretty. Fred Meyer like a. <laughs> it's full of ladies like that. So variety you, store. you pay more to go to QFC. They also yeah. have clothes and shit at Fred Meyer. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. It's a department store. It's better. And this woman was better. just not taking no for an answer. that this. And what, you know, it's like. This woman is not saying, no, I can't do that That's because so she can and she doesn't want to. She literally has not have the power to, to do that. that. You're going to the more expensive store, I guess. Also, the QFC in uh, downtown is not a good QFC. It's shitty. There must be one closer to Ballard than that. There's the one on... Okay, never mind. There is, there's one, so funny. There's okay. one in Inner Bay. Okay. All I'm saying is that poor lady had a... Do we have anything else to talk about this show or should we do some hints? Let's do something else. Mom? I could tell you. Let's do a Colbert. Oh, Kelly, stop doing that. Do you have it? How much time have we done? 20 minutes. 27 minutes. That's not very long. Okay. We're it's doing not. 45. Well, that's not 45, <laughs> is it? not even that close. <laughs> We're doing 40 is what I'm aiming for. Okay. Okay. And you got to cut some of this out. Yeah. Probably like oh. half of it. This is terrible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stop rambling on about grocery stores. That's what I say to you. Okay. Colbert question is... What is the most used app app on your phone? Twitter. No, the podcast. Podcast app. addict. Podcast app on Apple Apple Podcast. Podcast addict for me too. That's funny. What I podcast freaks we are making one, listening to them. I've been listening to hook, freaks. Hooked on TJ Hooker a lot. <laughs> watching a lot of TJ Hooker. Andrea's like <laughs> getting worried about me. <laughs> Just coming fine. in the room, I'm watching an episode of TJ Hooker. Well, we need hobbies to keep us sane these days. I remember trying to watch shitty. that show when it was on and it was new. And I, as I recall, it's very terrible. It's aged in a way that's interesting because it's of its time so much. And it's a combination of really bad acting. A lot of character actors that were in everything. Like Jonathan Banks, the guy from Breaking Bad. Mike from Breaking Bad is in an episode. Oh. Jim Brown is in an episode. And then there's weird stuff like the Beach Boys were in one. And like, <laughs> it's like... But then there's like actual stunts and effects and stuff. Like cars getting blown up. They blow up cars constantly, but they don't do that anymore. You don't see shows where they blow up cars. Well, that's good. It's environmentally unsound to blow up cars. I like when you watch a movie and there's a car that gets pushed off a cliff or driven off a cliff, and then they just show it roll down and then blow up. And then they're like, "How Can are they, they allowed to do this?" There? Yeah, I, I don't. I, they must. <laughs> there must be places in just like that are just owned by the, the Middle East or something where they just do that. They're probably <laughs> just hillsides in California owned by the studios that they just. Probably, yeah. Or just, just or that are just part of a national disasters. park now that they did that like in the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Are we doing hints now or what? Yeah. All right. 
Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. Kelly, I listened to the Phony Collie show. I like it. It's good, huh? I'm getting into it. Yeah. Um, but I know Ben Rogers was on the latest one. I haven't listened to it, but he's yeah, from behind one. One of my favorite podcasts, Action Boys. They talk about how handsome he is. I don't have a job <laughs> and I can't listen to as many po- podcasts. That's part of why I listen to so many, because there's stuff you do during your job where you just want something on in the background. Yeah. We're For almost a lot out of, of data entry guys. stuff. We need to come up with a contingency plan for when there's no more. I have a hint from Helloways. I'm not going to let you guys pick. I'm just going to have you look at it and pick now, because it's ridiculous. That's fine, yeah. It's too hard. It's th- <laughs> well, and we have to cross it out with that pen, because I didn't bring anything. Oh, it's shit's falling apart. I didn't finish my story, I just realized. At the customer service thing, after I stood in line all that time, oh, yeah. uh-huh. I got $1.60 <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it was worth it, though. Yeah. It kind of was for the... For the f- yeah, that was kind of worth it. But I just... I don't know. And it wasn't on the potato chips, either. It was something else. It always seems like there's just people that are really angry and need to take it out on someone, and some people choose... Someone who works at a customer, customer service, service people. Yeah, or like a waitress. Where they're like, they don't feel too bad because they're behind a customer service counter. Like people that f- specifically go to those kind of places where there's like yeah. a returns counter, like the Costco return counter or whatever. You know what I mean? Like those aren't, or like at, at Target, they have a specific place to yeah. go yell at somebody who's not the cashier necessarily. It's yeah. Like you probably feel less bad about it if it's somebody whose job it is t- for people to yell at them. I guess. such a weird... I can't even comprehend going about your day that way. I know. Because I've never had that kind of impulse to go, like, yell at people. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. Can I have that pen, Mom? Do you want to pick first? Here. Okay. Okay. We're outside, so we can actually see this. This is actually kind of nice. I say 447, Kelly. Or whoever's got the thing. Whoa. I was almost on the right page. White spots on your sh- shellacked floors, usually due to spilled water, can easily be removed with a cloth moistened with equal parts denatured alcohol and turpentine. All right. My God, the stuff you have Pull to keep out in your, your turpentine. House. Can you imagine? Wouldn't you think that making it white from wetness would just eventually would dry out and go back to whatever the shellac color was? Yeah. Maybe. But I, guess, I don't know. Stuff not. like that gets weird. Apparently. Shellac. God, shellac is like so soft, though. You, I could do shellac anymore for anything else. I know, but it is. I've, I have used it, shellac. and it is very soft even after you mean it's when dry. it dries. Is that sticky kind of? Like yeah, I mean, it, it, it would like be sticky. the worst floor thing at all, of all time. It'd That's be a disaster. And wax. Linoleum was new, right? Yeah. Let's do 898. That's the latest one available, I think. We're getting really down to the dregs. Well, I've, I've, got, a, I've got a Heloise. <laughs> Don't worry. Somewhere. I have another hint book somewhere. <laughs> from 1949. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new hints. Plaster ornaments. In the next one, we'll just mark it off on the in the fucking book. Because <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. I clearly well, didn't preserve this value. thing. Yeah, I don't have page one or you two on this <laughs> either. You could cross out the number. <laughs> yeah, or we could. Yeah, that's true. Highlight it in the yeah. book. Okay. Plaster ornaments, which look ready for the scrap heap, should be dipped into a solution of starch and water. <laughs> when dry, brush off the excessive starch, and your old plaster vases, statuettes, and busts are new again. Wow. Okay, you have to start completely over. Okay. Plaster? Plaster. Oh, you poor thing. I want you to do a giant side read a 
whole sentence. Because you do this all the time. Listen the first time. Plaster ornaments. You know, plaster ornaments. We okay, all know what we're talking no, about. No, we don't. Like I have no bust. idea what that means. They're talking about like plaster busts you have of Beethoven on your piano. Okay. okay, I have lots of those. Plaster ornaments, you which are ready piano, for the scrap liar. heap, should be dipped into a solution of starch and water. When dry, brush off the excessive starch and your old plaster vases, statuettes, and busts are new again. That seems like a good hint. That is a pretty good hint. That's the I best don't one so far. I don't know if it would work. Two. Like it would draw all the dirt out. I don't think it draws the dirt out. I think it just makes it like shiny and smooth again. Right. Let's say your Beethoven fell off the piano <laughs> and rolled around on the shellac floor. Did you really have those when you were a kid? Did people I've never seen one. I guess you didn't know any fancy rich people. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> Hell, I never saw a piano until I was like yeah. 30. Certainly not a, <laughs> not a grand piano or a baby grand. Until you were 30. Would you put a Beethoven? I guess if you were being ironic, you could put one on a stand-up piano. But you can do that. Cause Beethoven wouldn't play one of those. I'm sure doing would. 876. Probably he learned to do it. He learned to play the piano on a spinet. That's a thing, right? It's a spinet. Spinet. Look it up. Like a New York spinet. <laughs> Did it Look ever occur to you minute? that? That old damask tablecloth you've long since tucked away has just the right texture for a most attractive dirndl? Man, (laughs) that was almost impossible to read. And also, two of those words, you don't know what what it means, I bet. Uh, Or how to say them. Dyeing and stitching will do the trick. Salt bags make good dish and utility cloths. Cut to size, hem, and launder. Wait, start. is, Is that all in one hint? Yeah. Did it ever occur to you that that old... Is it damask or dam- damask? I don't know, damask, I think. Tablecloth, is that, what is that? Is that That's like a... kind of, has a kind of, ridge. they have like, part of it's shiny, top ridges, like, like flowers, like say a thing oh, of flowers, okay. and it's kind of different yeah, I thread. I like stuff, I don't think. You've long That's since d- tucked d- away. damask is? D- damask? What is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Damask. Has just the right texture for the most attractive dirndl. That's a skirt. <laughs> Those kind that have like a tight waist, and then they kind of barrel out in a okay. ugly yeah. fashion. Okay, yeah, that would work better for a dirndl than a than a uh, tablecloth from in my book. Dyeing and stitching will do the trick. That's a lot of work. Salt bags make good dish and utility cloths. That should be a separate hint, whoever did this one. Yeah. Salt bags. got paid for two hints. Wait, salt bags? Yeah. The hell's a salt bag? Probably the bags that salt came in in the 40s. Like the cloth, like flower bags. Okay, so then what do we do with a salt bag? You make it into good dish and utility cloths, cut to size, hem and launder. Okay, see, what I was picturing is a bag of salt that you made out of damask yeah that some something happened you know what i'm saying like first you make a journal and then you take your scraps and put some salt in it oh and oh. make it into a little no, salt no. bag Just save your salt bags make a hem and launder them no no worries okay all right well that was a good hint that was a very confusing hint well i think we're not Did used you wanna... to reusing things we're actually used to using things we don't even need at all to have at all yeah now like, like we create of, waste because like just, we have to create products because that's the way the world works we were gone for a week and just our kids were here and the kitchen was like you know every morning i get up and i like before we go to bed i clean the kitchen and then when i get up i clean the kitchen again because some stuff happens while mm-hmm. i'm sleeping i know me too <laughs> and uh this time it just happened for a week so it was like layers of stuff that would just been left on the counter <laughs> yeah that's what my kitchen looks like right now because we had a couple sunny days in a row and, and i was like, like <laughs> i'm not gonna clean the kitchen today i'm gonna stay out till 10 o'clock at night i'm at the point where i have to do it all the time or it, yeah it's untenable but i spent like an hour and a half cleaning it yesterday but i threw away so much plastic that was just like a wrapper or the top of a bag of something or yeah and like you just see like in one week how like a big ball of plastic that none of it was necessary it's just like we've just given up on 
I how much plastic we use. I know you're nobly trying not to use plastic, but it's like it's so hard. And you know, and then you see like at Costco something that's been shipped there and it's wrapped in nine hundred oh, miles of plastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like, drives me nuts. That's totally. Yeah. And not it's necessary. just gonna all end up in the ocean somewhere. It's not like they're gonna melt it down and make it into damask. Um. <laughs> Did you want to say anything about the parade? That's the only thing I wrote down that we should talk about this week, so it's not super duper after it happened. The Pride Parade in Seattle. Was oh yeah, last we went weekend. to that. Felix came with. Um, he saw. They saw. Sorry, saw the uh, dikes on bikes, which is my favorite oh, part of the favorite. whole thing. Most yeah. favorite part always mentions that part. And it was real, real good. I got tired of the whole parade thing and left, and Dad and Felix stayed there. You for just a while. don't like parades. Well, well, that gets to the point where it's just a bunch of corporate like. Well, if you've seen the Derby bank. Days parade, you're like, I can't. Yeah, but it doesn't go on. That doesn't go on for this. Yeah, they left before it was over, and it was probably two hours. Yeah, it is a very long parade. So I, does it start there? or Does it end there? It ends. It ends it, on our end. Okay. It starts downtown on like. Uh, is it timed poorly? Are there big gaps? No. Okay. No, there's it's just, just like everybody lot. in Seattle wants it's to be in the parade. Yeah, it is. And it's a huge deal. And it's it's a lot of it's so corporate. The banks and the insurance companies and you know there these. Yeah, it's a funny, such a funny thing for them to do. Like, let's have our bank be in this pride parade. Okay, <laughs> and all the banks are in it, and all the insurance. But companies I don't usually watch the actual parade. I just go sit somewhere at the Seattle Center and watch people pour in and look at everyone's costumes because people dress up to go to the parade, and it's it's fun to just look it's, at. Everyone. I think yeah. it's my favorite. And everyone's if I in could, a such a good mood. It was sunny for the first time forever. It was like that's my favorite day. I think in the summer of Seattle. That reliably my favorite. That's your day. seafarer. Yeah. I love that day. Yeah, it was fun. All right. And Megan and Brenna came over and uh, they watched the parade and made their way to the Seattle Center. And then they were like, ah, oh, it was really hot. They were like, we have to walk all the way back to our car because they tried to make it to our place. We parked our car on the street, but they got stuck on Megan's GPS did her did her wrong. Um, she got stuck on the other side. So she just parked oh. downtown like on like 6th and Pike <laughs> or something. She's like, man, now I have to go. Of a parade. <laughs> I have to walk back. In this heat, and I was like, "It's not that far, is it?" And I was like, "Oh, we could take the monorail." So we got on the monorail. You finally used it for a like the commute. one of the very rare times commute, where it makes yeah. sense. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is great!" Because it we had to walk like a block from <laughs> yeah. from there. <laughs> yeah, if you're going those that specific route, it's perfect. And I did get caught in. I was like, "What am I doing?" I got on the monorail with like 500 people without a mask, and then was in a stairwell that used to have to slowly march down with everybody. Oh God. Like, this is a bad idea. There's a movie I hope my booster still boosting. From 1995 with uh, Antonio Banderas and Sylvester Stallone. There's uh-huh. a scene where they're on the monorail. Oh. Hmm. It takes place in Seattle, and like they're fighting, and they, one of them jumps off the monorail. It's funny because it's like they make it look like a big subway system. <laughs> not just a There's something that goes like leftover exhibit <laughs> almost a mile I don't even know how far it goes it's, it's ridiculously short. short there's a lot of stuff in my cup I think it's old well, berries it's time to refill our waters and start the next Maybe episode clean cup. all right umpire pants, pants. <laughs> out <laughs>